Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1076, air date June 24th, 2022. Good evening, everyone. It is a... uh important, uh, very interesting set of events that are taking place, but we're going to have a discussion about the hypocrisy of pro-life and pro-choice and why working people must unite and not get distracted. So this is really going to be a discussion about an example of a, a very important set of events that are taking place and how these set of events are actually distracting working people. And that's what they were design, designed to do. And I think we're at a very important point in history where working people must decide, do they want actually their own liberation or do they want to get caught into these left-right pro-anti-narratives and actually recognize that these narratives are really about distracting working people uh, so they don't pursue their actual end goals. And so we recently had the Supreme Court um, pass a ruling about getting rid of Roe versus Wade and you see this huge uh, amount of what I consider noise, no different than the noise with the January 6th stuff or the gun stuff, because the establishment has no interest, as you're going to see, in uniting working people. So people see the fundamental issues. It's always about taking hot button issues and dividing working people. So I think this is a very, very important opportunity to reassess what's actually going on and asking some fundamental questions, do people really want to learn how to think? And, or do people want to just get caught up in tweeting and doing Facebook posts and getting involved in all this nonsense? Because when you really dissect this, you will find out as the title of this talk says, there's a massive amount of hypocrisy on pro-life and pro-choice. And it's all about branding people groups of people, working people with certain tags. So those same people are fighting against each other and we don't look at the big elephant in the room. And we're gonna talk about what that elephant in the room is. And the agenda for today is pretty simple. And I hope uh, it provokes all of you to recognize we're at a very important point in history. By the way, those of you who are new, I encourage all of you to go to vashiva.com so you can learn about all the different things that we're building as a part of the movement for truth, freedom, and health. But what we're going to cover today is really the hypocrisy of pro-life, the hypocrisy of pro-choice. And then we're going to talk about what the real root cause is, and then what is the path forward. And really, the big question to ask is, are you as an individual ready to think? Or are you going to every time watch what the establishment uses their machinery to put out through their media, through their decisions, and then be moved by that? Or are you really ready to think? And that's really the question, because if you're really ready to think, then that's a path to winning truth, freedom, and health. And if you're not, it's a really a path to being subservient to the forces of power, profit, and control. That's what this is really about. That's a discussion we're going to have. And every opportunity that we have to um, you know, discuss these important things, um, or to drive home the real principles 
I think we should do that. But that's what this talk is going to be about. What I want to begin with is playing a very important video that I did about a year ago, which really sort of will help us focus this before we get into this discussion. So let me play that video first. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four year old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. 
And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on Vias and Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone, we're going to be talking about the hypocrisy of pro-life and pro-choice and why working people need to unite. And this discussion is aimed at really inspiring each one of you to recognize that there is a huge effort by those in power and the media to work together to impress on working people particular narratives. And these narratives are typically pro and anti. And the aim of this is to divide working people up. And we have an incredible opportunity right now live that's occurring in the past 24 hours to watch this nonsense that's taking place and take a take apart this from a systems approach to go beyond the apparent and to really realize what the real issue is that those in power are hoping that we never address collectively as working people and then we get distracted and the path to getting there the only path to getting there is taking a systems approach. That's why we have this ticker running where people should get off their butts. And if you haven't done this, go take the opportunity to leverage the infrastructure that we've built where you can learn the science of systems. You can take this approach to thinking beyond left and right, beyond pro and anti. And that's the only way out of this. Otherwise, people are going to get caught. So you can go take the foundations of systems course. And as the video said, you're going to really understand the intersection of truth, freedom, and health. And as a part of th this, what I want to, again, we're trying to make it a layup for everyone to do this. There's a very powerful book that you can get. We've made it, you can go on Amazon and, you know, purchase it for 20 bucks or because of today's video. And this is an offer that I want to allow all of you to take advantage of that you get the book, just cover shipping and handling, but you'll learn the principles of systems. You'll understand what is a system, what is revolution. And then finally, every Thursday morning and evening, I do two sessions. We invite people to an open house. It's an amazing event. You get to visit, uh, visit with people from all over the world. It's online. But the goal is you get inspired because you recognize that there is a different way to think. And the goal is, do you really want to learn to think? And this set of events with the Supreme Court you know, on their um, decision on Roe versus Wade is causing all this hullabaloo. 
just like the January 6th stuff did or the gun stuff. But all of this hullabaloo is all about distracting working people. So let's dissect this. So we all get to the heart of this. So first of all, let's talk about the pro-life, okay? Look, from a biology standpoint, it's absolutely black and white that life begins at conception, okay? And there you can leave many, many papers on this, right? So we don't even need to go down that path because it's black and white on that discussion. Anyone who tries to manipulate it is really trying to make up biology. So, and you're speaking to a systems biologist who'll tell you that um, in a purely secular scientific way. But what happens with the pro-life? Here's the hypocrisy. Now, if I were truly pro-life, if we want to use the word pro-life in its real, real sort of essence, you know, what does pro-life really mean? Let's let's look at it from a universal perspective, right? If you're truly pro-life, what does that mean? Okay. In my view, that would mean, yeah, you want to save the baby before birth. Sure. Right. That's one aspect. The other aspect of pro-life is you probably want to ensure if you're truly pro-life, let me make this a little bit bigger, right? I think anyone who's pro-life would want to make sure that the mother is eating healthy foods before and during birth, right? Who would want to poison the mother um, before birth, you know? Uh, you know, who would want to expose the mother to all sorts of unhealthy chemicals and radiations and poisons and chemicals, right? If you're truly pro-life, you would also be fighting for that before and during the birth of the child. I believe if you're truly pro-life, you want to ensure that the newborn has access to great health during its lifetime. Should it be eating non-GMO foods? I'd say no. Organic foods, it should have access to. Clean water, clean air, clean food. I see this as truly pro-life, right? And there's many other things you could add, but let me go through a few more. Now, the mother, I believe, should be able to provide great maternal care to the child. That's pro-life. Who would not want that if you're pro-life? Who would not want to ensure that the family and the child get basic needs and a decent quality of life? That would be pro-life. I'm sure pro-life means making sure, e.g., the baby has access to baby formula. A lot of the people um, know what occurred recently. We'd want to stop imperialist wars, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we want to make sure the child, as it grows, is not being sent to fight some crazy wars that serve nobody, doesn't serve working people, but the interests of maybe the 0.001%, that would definitely be pro-life. I believe pro-life would be that you would be against child trafficking. You don't want the child to be abused. So that would be, I believe, pro-life. And you'd surely want great 21st century infrastructure. Any child that is brought into this world should have access to the best infrastructure. So it has the best opportunity to live and and succeed. And I believe that if you're pro-life, you'd probably want time for the mother and child after birth, you know, uh, which is a very important period um, for child development. So all these things, as you look at it, it in my view, is pro-life, right? So if you want to look at pro-life, let's really talk about pro-life. All right. So just think about what I'm putting forward here. Okay. We want to be pro-life. Let's really talk about pro-life. But the reality is, um, and by the way, we probably want to make sure that the mom is able to produce good, healthy breast milk, right? I would say that's pro-life. And But when you really look at it, what's really happened with pro-life, it's just been reduced to don't kill the baby before birth, it's murder. So all of these pro-life things get just reduced to this one thing. I don't see the pro-lifers talking about making sure that environmental toxins, 
you know, there's clean air, clean water, clean food. All of this takes place or we shouldn't be going and fighting crazy wars. All this list I put here. If they were, if the pro-lifers were doing that, then I'd say, you know what? You're truly pro-life. But the entire pro-life movement gets reduced to this one singular line, which is don't kill the baby before birth. It's murder. Okay, that's it. And this is where the dialectic starts, right? So now you start creating the pro-life, anti-pro-life camps because this whole, you can't take the pro-life movement seriously because they're ignoring all of this other stuff, which is rarely never uh, put forward in the discourse of pro-life. But to me, and I'm sure you could add your other stuff, but this is pro-life. You're for life. You're for making sure that the child is healthy, the mother is healthy, the family's healthy, basic needs are met. That would be pro-life. And go look at all the quote-unquote pro-life people, and you tell me beyond making sure the baby is not killed before birth and saying it's murder, whether they're truly pro-life. Just ask yourself that. Ask yourself that question. Many of them support Monsanto. Many of them support imperialist wars. Many of them support, don't give a damn about what happens to the mother before birth. Don't give a damn if the family is able to survive and have proper food and education and all those important things. It's all about, it's murder before, okay? Important point, as I said, as a biologist, for me, life begins at conception. But there's this totality of being pro-life that is completely ignored, all right? All right. And I, I'm sure you could add other things. Now, let's go over to the pro-choice, okay, people? Well, the pro-choice movement, if you were truly pro-choice, let's really talk about pro-choice. Pro-choice, that means you have a choice, which means you could go this way or this way. Choice. Think about what choice means. That means you can make a decision one way or the other. That's what choice means. So let's look at what pro-choice, in my view, and I'm sure you could add other things. First of all, we have to ask, is there really a choice? Because what you find is when you do the research, you find that economics are forcing the decision of, let's say, an abortion in more than the majority of the cases. So is that really a choice? Because what you find out is that the rich person, the bourgeois liberals can be pro-choice, but a poor person is really not making a quote-unquote choice. And if you look at this, I mean, you can look at many graphs, but 75% of the people who do abortions are poor or low income. And you can look at it, 40% poor whites, black and Hispanics around the same. So this affects all those people. And many of them are religious. So you have to ask, do they really want to kill the baby? Probably not. And they've already had a child and 60% are in their 20s and so on. Okay. So when you really look at it, you can look at many, you can slice it many, many ways. But fundamentally, the big elephant in the room is economics. So a poor person do they really have a choice when you're saying pro-choice? Some people, a majority of the people, as this data shows, are making the decision because of economics. And this is never discussed in any of the discourse by the pro-choice people. It's never discussed. It's about my body, my choice. But the totality of whether it's even a choice is not discussed. All right. So that's the first thing in a pro-choice, a hypocrisy there. The next thing is, you know, the goal is, yeah, pro-choice would mean you support the choice of what you put on or in your body. Okay. But that would mean you should support 
people, whether they want to be vaccinated or not vaccinated. If you're truly pro-choice, because you're putting something in their body. All right. Mask or no mask. Should you force people to put a mask on their face? Well, if they want to do it, great. If they don't, that's fine too. So pro-choice to me would mean pro-mask as well as, you know, that you're uh, vax or no vax. You should support either perspective. In addition, you should support the choice of how you choose to protect yourself. I want a gun. You don't want a gun. Fine. That should also be part of the pro-choice movement. And then finally, you should support school choice, private or public. All right. So when you look at this list here, and by the way, you can add many others. We can see the hypocrisy of the pro-choice movement because for them, the pro-choice movement just gets distilled into this. Women should have the right to abort. My body, my choice. That's it. Okay. But the pro-choice movement has total disregard for all these other issues. In fact, they're hypocrites because many of the people in the pro-choice movement were against people who wanted to have the choice to get vaccinated or not, to wear a mask or not, or they're against people whether they want to have a gun or not, or whether they want school choice or not. So the pro-choice people are really not pro-choice, except limited in this very, very fundamentally restrictive definition. So, The Supreme Court rules on Roe versus Wade, and you have this massive noise out on the internet, out on the airwaves of people fighting each other. And what are they really, who are they fighting? And what you'll find out is that it's working people. Those same working people, many of them who have no choice, are fighting against each other in these two different dialectics. And the dialectic is absolutely created and it's absolutely based on hypocrisy. The pro-life people are not pro-life and the pro-choice people are not pro-choice as I just shared. And you can do your own thinking on this. Again, let me repeat, the pro-life people are not pro-life and the pro-choice people are not pro-choice. So these are just labels. And the establishment passes some Supreme Court ruling. And by the way, in the middle of the Supreme Court ruling, they passed some other rulings, which basically, it started with Border Patrol people, are going to give greater qualified immunity to government officials, which means government can do more crazy things, more even damaging things against citizens, and you can't sue government officials. That also got passed very cleverly, and you don't see that much news on that. So what I'm here to tell you is we live in a world of distractions. So you have to start to ask yourself, what is being fed to me? And what is the engagement that I want to do? Or are you just going to jump in, in an action reaction model to things that actually are designed to separate working people, to disunite working people? Because you can clearly see the pro-life and the pro-choice people don't really care about choice or life, because if they did, they would be addressing the fundamental issues. They would be addressing the root cause issues. And system science, which is what we teach every Mondays in this program, which I want to, I keep compelling people that all of you, if you're serious and you want to really learn how to think and build a movement, you will, we've made the course so accessible to everyone. You will learn how to think. You will take the foundations of systems course. It is the only way forward for humanity. All right. So what is the root cause? So clearly pro-life people and pro-choice people 
are hypocrites, what is the way forward? What is that way forward? Well, let's go to the root cause. Well, if you look at this list here, what do you see? Well, the root cause is we actually have income inequality. We have massive income inequality. We did, I encourage all of you to take the, become a Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior Scholar because you'll get to the real issue of gun violence. The other thing is we have two American pies in this country. One American pie, which continues to grow for the elites. And the other American pie, which has become very small for the rest of us. Okay. And that has occurred particularly over the last 50 years and has accelerated over the last two years. And that's never discussed. The explosive growth of the 1% or the 0.01%, $2.3 trillion in growth in their, in their incomes and in their value, and the nearly $70,000 per citizen, which has been stolen from, the, from those citizens, $47 trillion in transfer of wealth from working people to the elites. That's never discussed. That's what I'd say the two American pies. The other thing is there's lack of infrastructure, clean air, clean food, and water for all people. Clean water for all. Water systems, healthcare systems, transportation systems. These systems are all breaking down in the United States. The United States is a veneer of a first world country, but underneath it's rapidly becoming a third world country. This is not discussed. There, where is a commissions on holding people accountable for the destruction that's happening to water, air, and food? Where are those commissions? Instead, you have the theater of this January 6th commission and the theater of Roe versus Wade. So please start to think. Don't get caught into these bullshit narratives because those narratives are intended to split working people and distract you from the real issues. The real issue is income inequality, two American pies, the lack of infrastructure, the lack of real systems education to find the real problem and real solutions. People are not taught how to think. People are taught what to think. So guess what? Fine. That's what the government is doing. That's what the elites are doing. We've created an infrastructure at truthfreedomhealth.com where you can actually learn how to think. It took me 50 years to build this, but are you going to take that? Are you going to just sit around and sort of watch the theater? You have to learn how to think because you're not going to get it from the elites because they do not want to teach people a systems approach. The next question is, the next root cause is all of this dialectic is about sowing the pro and anti, left versus right narratives, to have working people fighting among each other, men fighting women, black fighting white. And it's to distract working people from uniting and forging a bottoms-up movement. And fundamentally, it's to distract working people from forgetting they're the ones who are being robbed, okay? So you have people running around talking about Roe versus Wade through this hypocritical lens of pro-life and pro-choice, but fundamentally working people are being robbed, robbed blind in this country. Again, since 1970 to today, $47 trillion of wealth was taken from working people and transferred to the Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos of the world. That's what's taken place over the last 50 years in a very, very organized way. And whether you're black or white or Republican or Democrat, 
the elites of both wings of the establishment have printed crazy amount of money, which has been transferred to them. Obama printed in one term $4.3 trillion. Write that down. Trump in one term printed $6.9 trillion. All that money was just made up and it went to the banks who then did not distribute that to infrastructure, did not build the infrastructure for clean water, clean air, clean food, which would help the babies, which would help the mothers, which would help people make real choices and truly be pro-life. Instead, all of that money got transferred into the stock market by those banks and by the 0.001%. That's what's taking place. This is a reality what's taking place. So if anyone out there, after hearing what I'm saying, still wants to have these ridiculous discussions of Roe versus Wade and pro-life and pro-choice, it's a big freaking distraction. Because ultimately, what the establishment wants you in, they want working people in, in one of these four buckets. They want working people in one of these four buckets. They want you to be left, pro-choice. They want you to be right, pro-life in this case, both hypocrisies, or they want you to get apathetic and run away to the mountains and live in a cabin somewhere, or they want some elements of the working class who get so frustrated to take a gun and start shooting people. But regardless of which of these buckets you're in, you're serving the trap of the, of, of the elites because left and right fight each other. Wonderful. So we'll talk about January 6th, we'll talk about Roe versus Wade, we'll talk about guns and just have people at each other's throats. Or 50, and by the way, that's about 25, 25% of the people. And you look at uh, how many people actually vote, the remaining 49.9% have given up. And there's about 0.1% who choose to do crazy domestic terrorist actions. And particularly this latter group here, the elites love when people take do crazy stuff because when crazy stuff occurs, they can pass laws to greater suppress our freedom and our right to protect ourselves. And that's taking place. So the, this is a reality of what's taking place. Put people in one of these buckets. Now let's even probe this a little bit deeper, okay? What's the path forward? What is the path forward? So if you can track where I'm coming from here, again, every issue, pro-election, anti-election fraud, okay? Forget the fact that there are systemic issues which never get addressed. So once you make it a right-wing issue and a left-wing issue, you the issues don't need to be discussed. So the right is neither pro-life, neither is a left pro-choice. <laughs> That's what you find out. What they are is to ensure that working people do not unite and we, and we never go after the root cause issues, which is the massive increase in income inequality, the destruction of the infrastructure, the massive printing of money, which has been transferred to the elites, the reduction in wages. And primarily the elites want working people to forget. They want working people to forget. They want working people to forget their noble history of actually fighting for themselves, uniting black and white, red and blue, whatever you wanna, uh, Republican and Democrat, all those labels beyond pro and anti. And in our course, where we teach people the scientific principles of building a movement, one of the things we talk about is looking back at history. So you can see, we have to look back to look forward. If you look at this graph here, what do you see here? This is a measles mortality rate. And what you see here is 
you know, in 1900s, 14 out of 100,000 people are dying of measles. By 1945, right here, this data point here, if you can see it here, this data point right here, guess what? In 1945, the measles rate had dropped to like, you know, one out of two million, massive drop. This is nearly 18 years before the measles vaccine came out. So long before this intervention came out, the measles mortality rate had dropped precipitously by nearly 98%. Well, how did this happen? How did this happen? Well, you know how this happened during this period, during this period, massive amounts of infrastructure was put in place. We eliminated child labor. We had the eight hour workday. We put in clean water systems, hygiene, and on and on and on. So during that period, when we really solved measles long before the pharmaceutical vaccines came, during that period, we had massive infrastructure. And you'll see very shortly during that period is when working people were organizing. They weren't divided. They weren't talking about nonsensical issues and getting lost. They were united. And by way of some data points here, you can see prior to this movement from 1834 all the way to 1912 and onwards, who was leading these movements? Women. Women weren't distracted talking about this pro-life, pro-choice, which was dividing them. Women came together to build one of the most powerful movements in the world. And it was a labor movement that did it. Women were out in the workforce. They wanted the, in this case, a 10-hour workday. They wanted to make sure women were treated properly, but they were organizing the American labor force, men and women, from the Mill Girls in Lowell to the Labor Reform Association to Mother Jones to the Women's Trade Union in 1903. There was the uprising of 20,000 women in 1909 and so on. This was a period of massive revolutionary change where working people are coming together, understanding their focus and their goals to unite. And those movements are what led to this effort during the 1900s. Infrastructure came from these movements, not from Democrats and Republicans. It came from these movements, movements for infrastructure. And this is what affected the health rate. Now, and you won't really see this analysis because from a systems analysis, we've connected the labor movement to the hygiene, right? Now, what I want to talk about is during the period between, so in the, in the early 1900s, as the depression was coming, working people were organizing, bottoms up trade unions were developing, going after real issues, economic issues, not getting involved in issues that were really no issues, frankly, but economics is what drives the world. Economics was drives movements. So during the early 1900s, what do you see? Massive explosive growth of the labor movements, working people uniting for real issues. And by the 1940s, these movements had congealed and had organized into such a fashion it put the fear of God into the elites. And it was that fear of God that forced Franklin and Delano Roosevelt to throw some bones as all of these infrastructure gains came out of those movements. But what you see is during the preceding during the preceding years after this, between 1947 to around 19, late 70s, early 80, 80s, 
During this period, each of these bars represents massive worker strikes. During this period, 1940 to 19, early 80s, these bottoms up movements, there were still remnants of it in trade unions. People were striking, fighting for their rights. And guess what? The American pie grew. That's what this big American pie represents. The American pie grew for all working people. The American pie grew during that period when people were fighting. In fact, as GDP grew, which means as productivity grew, as the wealth grew, all working people's wealth grew. And that's the wages that took place. Wage growth took place during this period. Okay. And, and this is very, a very, very important period. But look, the wage growth and the growth of the American pie is directly related to people fighting. These, each one of these bars represents people fighting. And if I go here, you'll see during that period, 52 million workers participated in 11,000 strikes. Working people were fighting. That's what this period was right between here, 1947 to 1984. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? The elites started in 1950, knowing that these workers unions were organizing bottoms up, in 1950, they started branding anyone who said workers unite, that they, you must be a communist. Again, another ism, pro-communism, anti-communism, okay? Forgetting that workers unite, that slogan has existed to, since time immemorial, probably going all the way back to when slaves were building pyramids. Karl Marx doesn't own that. But around 1950, as they saw where the direction was headed, as they saw how working people got all those gains in the 1930s and 1920s, they said, we got to bust this up. So in the 1950s, the right wing colluded with the left wing. The right wing branded all workers' movements as communist. If you said workers unite, you must be a communist. And they went after these bottoms up movements. They didn't want bottoms up movements coming up, real organized movements among working people. This gave the advantage to the Democrats, the Bernie Sanders, the AOCs of the, of the world at that time to create top down unions. So by 1970, 1980, all the unions in the United States were destroyed. They were controlled top down. They didn't have the vibrancy of these bottoms up movements. And if you ever said you wanted to organize a bottoms up movement, Workers Unite, you were branded a communist. You see what happened? The right wing branded working people as communists and the left wing didn't want bottoms up movements, the Democrats. So they made them top down unions. And what do you see? What are the results of that? The results are the working class fighting amongst each other. But more importantly, more powerfully from an economic standpoint, during 1980 to today, you have two American pies, the Wonderfully well done piece of work by the RAND Report 2 researchers. They show during the period of 1940s, I mean, 1970 till today, that what really happened was that wages went into stagnation. Even though the, the productivity increase, we'd have, we've, have, we've had 77 productivity increase since 1970 till today, which means GDP has grown. However, who profited from that increase in GDP? Only the 0.1%. They literally kept wages low. They didn't pay people what they should be getting paid. That delta in wages, around $70,000 per American worker, was transferred to the Elon Musk's, the Jeff Bezos of the world. $70 trillion when you 
uh, sorry, 47 trillion. When you t- so if you're making, by way of example, $50,000, you should actually be making about 120,000. So that's what I call the two American pies, okay? So during this period, we have two American pies. And you can see during this period is when we only had 7 million, stri- 7 million workers striking. So less fighting, less people organized, working people united, you, we've created two American pies. So going back here, what do we see here? We have two American pies, income inequality. Our infrastructure in the United States is busting up and everything becomes pro and anti. And it's about distracting working people from uniting and forging a bottoms up workers movement. Because when you look at this graph here, what do you see? When working people united, you had the American pie grew. When working people stopped fighting, look what happens here. You have two American pies. And this is the reality of where we're at. We have no more workers strikes, and that's where we're at. People are not united. So you have to really wake, wake up and ask yourself, what information are you taking in? How are you reacting to this information? And what is your goal? Is your goal to just be in this pro left right narrative? That's where the establishment wants you. They want you in one of those four buckets, as I said. The establishment wants people in one of these four buckets, right? This is where the establishment wants people. They want people in one of those four buckets. Left and right is great because they got working people fighting against each other, pro-life, pro-choice. They would love people just become apathetic. Or they would love to have people take a gun or a knife and just go kill a bunch of people because then they can further restrict our freedoms. So that's a reality what's taking place. Now, what is the path forward? What is that path forward? The only path forward, the only path forward is for people to recognize there is a relationship, a systems relationship between freedom, truth, and health. You can't separate these. We have to fight for health. We have to be truly pro-life. Truly pro-life, we have to fight for the newborn, before it's born, the mother, the families. Everyone deserves some basic needs. That's not, the Democrats don't own that. That's not a left-wing issue. That's a fundamentally human issue. We have to be pro-choice, but truly pro-choice, true freedom. Because when you have real freedom, you can really dissect the world and understand real science. You're able to get to truth. And truth and freedom go hand in hand, but you can't get to truth and freedom if you're unhealthy. You see, these things all are all interconnected. But the only way we're going to get truth, freedom, and health is by working people uniting. Well, how do we get there? Well, it is my conclusion that if you want to build a movement, it's going to require a movement. And to build a movement, it is a physics. It is a science. There are engineering principles. Just like it takes to build an airplane and get it off the ground and build a bridge and make sure it can sustain forces. There are fundamental laws. It took us thousands of years to understand the laws of mechanics. It took us thousands of years to understand the laws of flight through Bernoulli's principle. Well, what I'm here to tell you is myself who came from an untouchable background from India, someone who was fortunate to go to MIT has figured out those laws of how to build a movement. And we've created a curriculum of that. And that curriculum is called the Foundations of Systems. And it's accessible to everyone. And it is this, and we've made it, you know, we've given full scholarships for adults. Just have to pay a nominal amount. 
You can get the books for free. And if you take the course as an adult and you go through it, you can give as many children the course. You can be a philanthropist. So I don't know how e how much easier is it's to make this to provide an infrastructure so people start thinking. Because if we don't think and we don't look beyond left and right, beyond pro-life and pro-choice, that's exactly where the establishment wants people. The establishment wants people at each other's throats. The establishment does not want people seeing the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Our movement is the movement for truth, freedom, and health. It's the only movement on the planet that has the scientific infrastructure where anyone can learn it within three hours. It has the ability to build community so you don't feel isolated. And it's the only one that provides you the tools so you don't have to figure all this out. The infrastructure is done for you. But, you know, we're at a point in history where those in power, the brutality of those in power, in the old days, they just went and committed genocide. Now they commit their brutality through controlling people's mind and getting people to fight against each other. They don't need to actually go do stuff. They have people working, people fighting against each other. And the only way out of this is to go beyond left and right. And the only way to go beyond left and right is you ne we need to understand the science of systems. It is a modern science. So I encourage all of you to use the events that are taking place, not to be action, reaction, but to step back and take the systems approach because is massive hypocrisy in pro-life and pro-choice as I've shared. And as I close, I wanna share with all of you all the tools that are there that we put together as a movement. We have a lot of people from all over the world who've come together to create that infrastructure so you can learn, you can study, all those things. So I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna play the video which will share with you all of that infrastructure that's in place for you to go beyond left and right, to go beyond pro-life and pro-choice. So we build this movement and working people unite. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems 
systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom and health you deserve through education, technology and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone, I hope this discussion was valuable and it inspires you to learn to think. Not what to think, but how to think beyond left and right. And it also gives you a perspective that we need to unite working people and focus on the real issues, infrastructure, the massive uh, increase in, in, in income inequality. And we really have to wonder how many people have choice and how many people really care about life. The people who are talking about pro-life, are they truly about pro-life? And the people that are pro-choice, are they truly about pro-choice? And you'll find out the hypocrisy. And it is only working people uniting around the real issues that's going to fundamentally change the world. So I hope this is valuable. Be well. Be the light. Thank you.